I'll be good. And then maybe I'll like accidentally see a comment. There was this instance where someone had seen a video and didn't know where I was coming from and they came for me in my messages. Yes, it was so (gasps) scary. And at that same week, Fox News had like posted (gasps) my video again. This was happening at the same time. In the same week, this was like, you know, a couple months ago. And and I was just about to, like, I just made a video and I was like going into my next one. And and so I get this like really, really like message that just like devastated me because I was like, oh God, someone saw this. Were they like, was it mean? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hilo with Emrata. Today we have on Benito Skinner, who you probably know as Benny Drama. He is famous for doing incredible, incredible impersonations of everyone from the Kardashians, who actually had him on their show, to Timothy Chalamet, to Shawn Mendes, Lana Del Rey. Anyway, today we are lucky enough to get to speak to the man behind these incredible videos talking about so many things about um, coming out, about comedy, politics, what's coming next for him, and so many other things. If you would prefer to watch this interview, you can check it out on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash at mrata. We are posting all the videos up there now. So um, if you're somebody who likes to play YouTube videos, go check it out. Without further ado, Benny Drama Benito Skinner. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. You know what's so interesting? I feel like with queer people and women, we can only get so high or or only like be over the top or dramatic to an extent, but you know, then once it passes that, it's like can you just stop? <laughs> and everyone's like, really? haven't Have you, you had enough? You know, Because I feel like your comedy is very over the top, which is like why yeah. it's so enjoyable. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But, so I feel like that's kind of your thing. Totally. But I find that sometimes, yeah, it's like if I try to go too far or maybe it's like I do too much, so they get too much of me, they're like, scale it back. And I'm just like, okay. And I just, you know, I'm a Scorpio, so I like, I take everything and I'm just like so sensitive. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I guess I will. Are Scorpios but... sensitive? I thought they were assholes. So sensitive. Okay. So it's like a hard exterior, mm-hmm. like as far as like acting like I wouldn't care, but then, oh my God, everything hurts me. <laughs> Every like every comment that I try not to see, but I still see it, and I'm like, oh fuck, that like breaks my heart, <laughs> and I never want to make a video again. But really, I, I still do. I just like it's just for like 30 seconds where I'm like, God, I really put myself in this position. What was it like to have things start to blow up? The astrology stuff is kind of what blew you up, right? Yeah, it was a little bit of that, and then I had done, I did this queer eye parody when they <gasps> first came that. out. It was so fun. Yeah, and they like. They received it so well and were so sweet, which was like always my goal. I always wanted it to feel like, you know, like a friend is kind of giving you shit. That's yeah. what I always said. Like never, I'm not, tr- I'm like, it's never personal. I'm never trying to be a dick. And it's kind of what you're saying. It's like, I'm not stepping on the stage and like making, pointing at someone and making fun of them. And everyone's like laughing at them. I'm more like communally, we're all kind of like enjoying this thing together. And and isn't it funny to like point out these things that maybe other people didn't notice. That's like it. And so I made that video and then I did Kim Kardashian's Snapchat and I didn't know, I was like, I feel like you can find the Kardashians. I was like, I don't know if people necessarily like need me to put on a wig and be Kim, but 
the like reception of that was insane. And then they were so receptive of it. It's nice that you've had that experience with people yeah. like being able to be in on the joke and get it and laugh yeah. themselves and- yeah. yeah, which is scary to me because sometimes I'm like, oh my God. Have had you like, ever had anyone um, be oh upset? <laughs> yes. Music stands in general, I think the fans sometimes get a hold of it and that's scary. So like, I think with Sean, it was great because Sean said that he enjoyed the videos and I'm like, it really, it's hard to communicate that you're always like, that I am coming from a place of love. Like Sean Mendes one was, um, oh, thank you so much. I mean, that was really good. <laughs> I love being Sean because he's so sweet and like truly like an earnest. And I almost take almost like an internet perception of someone and then make a bit off of that. Yeah. Like I know Chris Jenner isn't Lucifer's wife. I'm more playing into something it's and then making that. It's a parody of the that. perception rather than of the actual person. Totally. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I don't know you personally and I would never do anything like a, a personal attack. Right. Of it. course it's but, full. You're fully in the space of pop culture. You're not trying to be like, this is who I think this person is. No. It's like, this is how they've been perceived. This is their character in the world. Yeah. Almost like baby drag. I say like, it's not really drag because that's like disrespectful to drag queens because that is like an art form in and of itself. But there is something that's really hard. I think about the internet now, I think with Instagram, it used to be like, I could make a video and people would know that like, I'm such a huge fan of someone or like I've been posting about them forever. So of course I love them. But I think with TikTok, just the way, whatever like the algorithm does, you don't really necessarily, you might not know where I'm coming from. Yeah. So you can immediately see it and be like, Maybe you don't know it's satirical. Maybe you don't know that I absolutely like love this person. The lack so, of context. Totally. And that is like and that's scary. Impacting how you're making videos. Have you like factored that in or a little bit, yeah. Where well, I'm how like, do you do that? I think it's just being like, could any of this be taken out of context? Cause it's like obviously I made like that White House video and some people really, you know, Fox News posted it. And then some people really did think that I actually worked at the White House. The um, Gen Z intern. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that character? Oh my God. So Cooper, the Gen Z intern was just <laughs> supposed to be like a privileged, you know, like your classic intern. I just thought it was so funny. My sister was telling me stories of like a, a previous intern and her experience and, and this amazing story that I love that I always think about that inspired him was she was like, one day I said, um, can you just go pick something up for me? And um, he was like, well, I actually had like a hard kombucha at lunch. So I feel like I shouldn't drive. Oh <laughs> and and I was just like, that's perfect. Yeah. Like I have to make something about that. So I just had this character and then the White House reached out. It's not like the actual Joe Biden called me. <laughs> he didn't just, I need that on camera. So it was like the people who are doing social for the White House were like, we want a sketch and we want it to be you know, like one of your characters and it would be in support of the vaccine. I was like, okay, great. That sounds amazing. I love the idea that Just it's Just a like, little propaganda. Why not? Of course. Why not? So I was <laughs> You're like, like, I know yeah. I've made it because now the White House wants me to do <laughs> Literally, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> so it was like immediately, you know, I was like, I love this character just coming into this and being like very privileged and over the top and unapologetic. And, you know, Fox News like picks it up. And some of their viewers immediately think that I do work at the White House. So I had like ex-Trump interns being like, well, this is what we did when we worked there. And I was like, you really didn't know that was a joke? What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, what? I'm like, okay, actor, like, let's go. Yeah. But, but it was really scary because I got to see how something could be taken so out of context. And, you know, I got like death threats. My they found like my parents' numbers and asked oh, like my, my HIV status to my like brother. It's just like really disturbing, Harassment. disturbing stuff. 
photos of guns, which I'm like, wow, you guys have a lot of those. Um, That's so scary. It was so scary. So I, I did have this moment where I was like, oh my God, like, do I have like a commercial that plays before every video I have? Right, where I'm like, like a disclaimer. This isn't me. Right. I'm doing a satirical bit. Like, and you well, know, for your safety. I literally. Mean, yeah. And then kind of, I think on like a more obviously chill end of the spectrum, like doing that before I do an impression of someone being like fans and the artist, if you're watching, like, I love you. This is just supposed to be like fun. And I mean, you know, I think that's what I'm you're doing right now love. talking about it, right? Totally. It's kind of saying like, yeah. this is clear. But I mean, also that sounds, that was like kind of maybe your first foray into something political really, right? Yeah. Cause like doing a Timothée Chalamet or whatever, Tim Timothée, sorry, Timothée. I don't know how that came Timothée. out. I love that. Okay, <laughs> Blue like, to Chanel, let's go. Yeah. Um, or, you know, Kardashians is like pretty everybody across, you know, or Taylor Swift or Lana, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. It's less political. Do you feel like you'd want to do more of that? Or are you now like, I'm fucking done. Thank well, you so oh, much. Oh my God. For a little bit, I was like, what was scary when it came out? I'm from Idaho. And so I was in Idaho with my parents and I went to the Western Idaho fair and I was like, shit, I really came to like the belly of the beast as this video came out. But, um, did yeah. people come up to you? No, thank okay, God. Okay. Yeah. I wore a hat. I was like straight cosplay. <laughs> I was like, I'm wearing a football jersey and a hat. Like I'm terrified. But you know, I've said this before that I really, I think I would, but not on the internet in a way, you know, obviously I'm going to support the campaigns that I believe in, but I wouldn't make like a, I guess like a full bit unless yeah. it, unless it felt really, you know, I would never, you know, maybe it would feel good, but, or something that I actually want to do. But I think TV and film, I think people do come, come to it with a little bit more context and just totally. a little bit more, I don't know. Like they just apathy, I guess. It's... I mean, I also have to say like you make videos also about your personal life, like the funny bit with like your boyfriend and his mom oh my and God, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. Those oh, really, really get me. Thank you so much. <laughs> but I think in some way those are political, right? Because yeah. you're talking about queer identity and like you're just who you are. So like in yeah. some ways just existing and even like doing the baby drag, quote unquote, like yeah. that is political too. Yeah. You're so right because it's like I'm, I'm doing a podcast tour with – my co-host Mary Beth Brown this summer and it was the first time like conversations were brought up of like well if you wear a wig in this city we have a problem you know picking cities became political and that's like I've never had that right even with your terrifying. background in Idaho which is kind of a conservative totally. place yeah what about growing up like you weren't out in high school and you played football no but you just told me like you told all the guys that you like thought Lady Gaga and Katy Perry were <laughs> I was I was like London's Sorry, like all these people I'm like I love they're so sexy you guys and all the straight guys were like okay <laughs> like, like you're different. playing you're playing bad romance in your Volvo like you're, you're, like, you're different she's hot. I'm like she's so sexy but yeah it was so what it like really I mean it's made for like great comedy later like that's kind of the TV show I'm working on is a lot about that and, cool. and the code switching and and just like how like honestly devastating it is that I did that, but also just like, I think there is something funny in it in the end and mm -hmm. to be able to laugh at it now. And now I love wearing football jerseys. I think it's so funny that I well, like it's did really, that. I mean, it's such a beautiful story for young people to see that somebody who like, you know, betrayed themselves as a young person basically in order to like fit in and not be harassed and yeah. for survival. When you connected to yourself, you had 
incredible success. Like that's so exciting because a lot of time that doesn't happen, right? That's yeah. the truth is like you connect yourself and you just get harassed and you just get bullied and your life does get harder. But to see somebody who like not only did that, took that really brave risk and then also had success, that's like very inspiring. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate um, that. No, I mean, it's just true. In high school, did you feel like you were kind of performing a football player? Were you doing impersonation of oh a football player? I feel like yes, because I would just like watch people. So I feel like no matter what, but even as a kid, I would watch Disney movies and do like the monologues and stuff. Like I just loved You're being- a performer. Yeah, and I loved being other people. And that sounds so like actor-y. Like I loved, I just want to know what it's like to be you. Like- Actually, I do want to be you for a day. I think that would be really, that'd be slay. I know, my producers embarrassed me because I saw at the beginning of the pre-interview, they were like, have you ever done an Emirata impression? I was I like, really, Benny, like, you know what's funny? I, like, I was working on it last night. I don't think I have it yet, but it's, I'm going to send it to you. Um, I'm glad you don't have it. It's really, yeah, I don't, I, it's like, <laughs> there's not, I have to like latch on to like a, something early i don't know listen i'm just think about such it. a complex exactly. individual it's, no that's you the cannot thing. make me one-dimensional that's the thing <laughs> and i never would and i never would what was i saying oh oh when i was um when i was straight yeah um yeah straight. i think so just like watching watching people and and it was so funny i like i talk about it feeling almost like i was Josie Grossi and Never Been Kissed, like kind of, I was spying in a way, mm. like I was collecting data for Were there any for my girlies. in your life? No. Wow. Not one. And I think, you know, I think a lot of queer people have like that one uncle that moved here and no one saw him ever again. And that to me is like the, the scariest, saddest like reality, I mm -hmm. think of, of what so many of us heard growing up. Um, that you like lose your family. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's like the, aunt or the uncle that we don't speak about and that being like a common thing in a lot of families is like so deeply disturbing to me but yeah i feel like that's kind of you know i would have like glimmers of hope and so it's like even eric on gossip girl that was like one that was like Whoa. okay there's a gay guy he's like serena's brother that's kind of sick <laughs> i was like that's cool like, that could be me. i was like wait that part would have been fun to play uh -huh. i would have really loved that and then will and grace i remember being like something that at first I was really mad about because people were like, you remind me of Jack. And I'd be like, what the fuck? I was like, don't call me fucking gay. You know, I'm like so right. pissed. But now I'm like, I'm so glad that those things, you know, opened some of those doors, at least gave me like an inkling that there was like something else. It's crazy how much the world has changed since like you were totally. in high school. And yeah. I was in high school. I think we're kind of around the same age. And yeah. it's actually really exciting and gives me hope. I mean, I know there's people who are struggling so much, but I do yeah. think there's so, you go on TikTok and like, you know about queerness, you totally. know, instantly. And you see so many different types of people living their lives the way that they want to. And it's yeah. not just like one gay character who plays the brother in a show, you know of what course, I mean? Of course, yeah. Yeah. It's cute too. It's like, it's funny when like parents feel the need to tell me that their kid like came out to them really young. And I'm like, I love that you're telling me that. I'm like, why that's great. They, why did they tell you that? I don't know, just they're like, I know I'm raising a gay. Right. But, you like, know, which I'm like, they're like, I'm in on you guys. <laughs> but uh, you know, oh there's God. something about it. It's like TikTok does get so much like hate, I think, and Gen Z gets a lot of shit. But as far as like being accepting and just, the ages that they're coming out and feeling comfortable talking about it, that to me, I'm like, I'm jealous. And I'm also just like so proud, but it's making me so sad because they're also like growing up in a generation that now we're, we're moving backwards so quickly yes. that I'm just like how terrifying that they have to, I don't know. They have like so much love to give, but I don't know what their standup will be about. I'm very curious. I was going to say, what is <laughs> their it trauma like? in the because closet? I feel like I just first saw your videos on Instagram. Mm -hmm. 
and that like you built your platform and like got your crazy viral moments on that. Yeah. And now there's TikTok and you were just talking about the algorithm and like, I love TikTok. I talk about it so much on the show because it does make me feel connected to human beings in a way that like other social media doesn't where I'm like, people are fucking funny. Yeah. And like they can be from all over the world and there's this like random thing. And sometimes the not having context thing is like what makes a video interesting and what makes that, you know, that feeling happen for me. So what has it been like to kind of watch this evolution from like one platform from to the other and how have you implemented that into your comedy and like is that scary like what is it yeah at first it was like oh god i have to like do something else i was yeah. like i would really love to like not edit 100 videos a week i'm like this is because i was living in new york when it kind of like started i guess like pre-pandemic and yeah i feel like i i tried to approach it like thoughtfully at first and be like very you know like what should i push i post something different but like intentional yeah and then i found that there's something like very freeing about it to just like let her rip and, and that's like, what that like, platform let's really go. requires totally the algorithm wants. Yeah. yeah sometimes it's like but i do find that i don't know whatever the like situation is within this algorithm they do now they're like this kid makes like sketch like he makes like little sketches with like produce sketches so they're like anytime i try to do like a little sound where i'm like oh this only took like 30 seconds they're like no yeah that's not not here i have learned that the hard way too like you can't do you it's not like a story on instagram where you throw something away it has to be somewhat intentional maybe you can do a quick one if you're using a sound or like Mm -hmm. you're in an interesting place like new york if you make one outside like it already pops you know what i mean i love yours with seaway I always say like, I'll make a video if I really want to make it now, which I think is like better than when I was like, I have to make this video. People requested this video, I have to make it. And I think sometimes you can kind of feel that when somebody's just like, I'm trying to make a thousand things and please everybody. Mm-hmm. I feel like TikTok, yeah, I don't know. They just like get it. They're with the shits. They're like, this is not, this is you didn't want to do this. Good. Yeah, no, it's like, you're not, you're not being real. It's some free internet stuff. It really like, is, it's, yeah. You just know if it's good or not. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like, totally. pretty quickly. But you're so right about sometimes I'm like, that is, that's the thing. It's like with it, you can see anything and say anything and that can be amazing and it can be bad. So sometimes you can see anything, don't have context, but sometimes you're so right. I am just like, no, I just want to watch this person do their makeup right now. It's right. so nice. And it's oh. like, I don't know you, but like, this is so like weirdly intimate. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The Anime Awards this year were amazing! And I'm still not over all of the amazing live musical performances. Honestly, same. The Anime Awards may be over, but our discussion is not. If, like us, you're still not over the Anime Awards show and the results, join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. Listening each week to our breakdown of everything that happened at the 2024 Anime Awards and hear news on the other anime and pop culture that you care about. If you don't want to miss all the post-Anime Awards discussion, then tune in to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.
Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. I actually love the era we're in. Yeah, Not no, politically, totally. but I yes. think I, um, as far as like content is going, like, I'm like, I love that I'm watching this. I would have never seen this. So thank you, TikTok. Let's so, go. I want to ask you, you brought up your boyfriend. You do, you have like brought him into your TikToks and like your yeah. relationship and like you guys, you know, I just feel like we have such a more like personal when you, at least from my experience, when I, you know, you came into like whatever the the world and into seeing your viral videos, it was like character actor impersonations like very like he it does a thing and yeah. we don't really know him and like that's okay that's maybe good yeah. and i feel like you've transitioned it in such an interesting way can you talk about like how you decided to bring your personal life into it and him yeah. and it's so interesting i think he got more comfortable with it and it's funny i feel like if you see kind of like the start from like the bottom of my work and i'm not telling people to scroll down i wouldn't i'm like i don't want to see any of those videos honestly but i think you see like someone truly coming into their like queer identity. Like I just, I finally could like unleash this, like everything that I am and and slowly start to get more and more comfortable with everything. I remember like the first time I posted like a Valentine's day thing of Terry, I was so scared and I was like, what are people gonna say? And I hadn't, I was still like on the coming out tour, which is when you have to just go to like 50 brunches with random people and have to like keep coming out because everyone wants their out? moment. Um, I was 22, I think it was like right after college. And Terry and I kind of came out at the same time and then met each other like eight months after. But yeah, it's been interesting. I feel like the more I've been comfortable with myself and and the more, you know, I, I did a comedy tour in like 2018. I remember after the show, this group of gay guys came up to me after and they're like, we just like love seeing you and Terry. Like we love seeing like gay love. Like I think like we don't see that a lot or it's, you know, kind of like represented in a different way. And, you know, whether it be like, you know, gays never stay together or, you know, I hate when I tell people how long I've been with Terry and they're like, in gay years, that's a hundred. And I'm like, also in straight years, I don't, I'm like- How long have you guys been together? Like six years. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, you know, I'm like, of course it's, it is amazing. And six I- Six years is a really long time. It's really long. I'm, I'm like, impressed. I've never like, been in a relationship for six years. I'm like, years. regardless, it's long, but yeah. it's just funny when people are like, you No, gays, totally. You know? So I feel like that kind of inspired me to be like, oh yeah, I could, you know, like show that I have this relationship that I'm so proud of that has like, you know, I feel so lucky also to be in this industry and have someone who's like championing me. It makes me so sad when I have like friends or people who are with people that won't let them shine or if they're kind of like the performer that also they won't let their partner have their moment and be excited right. for them. It's just, right. there's something that I just feel like so lucky because I found him at like this time when I really needed him. And he's literally like the person who told me to make my Instagram public and was no like, you way. should like share it. Wow. Yeah, it was so crazy. Cause I told him I wanted to be an actor and he was like, well, you're editing videos for a startup. Like, how's that gonna work? Like, and he was like, well, you're making these sketches. You should just like make your Instagram public. And so I was so scared. So you were so making scared. these sketches already and just for your friends? I was, yeah, it was for like, you know, some of my like college friends and like people from, you know, like high school or um, people around me who started following, but. I don't know what I had in my mind. I thought maybe something would like pop off on it, but I don't know why it was private. So and you just organically started making these like for your enjoyment. Yeah, I started with Dub Smash. Oh my God. Yeah, it was like, I started with a bunch of Kim Kardashian, which is so funny. I'm like that, I think that was the funniest part about being on the Kardashians is it was like, this truly is as far as like full circle moment goes, this is like so funny to me that my, like I'm 
telling people I'm straight and I'm like doing Kim Kardashian like Wait, lip syncs. Wait, we do have to pause on talking about your partner to talk about the Kardashians. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, Terry's good. We're good. <laughs> no, Mo- I want to no, yeah. talk more about Terry, but like <laughs> yeah. I need to know about that experience. Like, Oh my God. Well, I just completely dissociated. <laughs> I mean, like with my, my anxiety and fan. OCD. I am. And I, you know, I'm like, I remember watching them when I was like in high school. It was just like, I, I love them. And I, and making videos of them is so fun. Now it really, I am like a little too tired to do it sometimes because it's so much like I have to do the makeup, the hair, the styling. They're I'm like, so, I, I was going to say like the difference between down. you and a lot of other content creators. Sorry. I know that. I love it. Hit me. Hit me with it. I just feel like you have such production. Like oh, there is serious, you. like the editing is very well done thank and you. like there's fucking cuts and transitions yeah. and like you get a feeling of like, I'm watching something that like took a lot of labor and and that's why I kind of understand why you say baby drag because it's not just like you like make a certain face and do an impersonation. You yeah. like do it. it. I think it's funny because it's like sometimes it's less about the production and more about just like I love doing all that stuff. You know, it's like it's so fun because it's a little break from editing, which is definitely like least favorite part. That part is like because I'm just so OCD. <laughs> like so I really like it plays trying to get me. that one second. Oh, it's over hell. And, over. and oh. if I feel like I didn't get the right take, I'm like, do I reshoot the whole thing? Like I'm just, you know, I make myself sick. But wow. And with the Kardashians got a lot of characters. A lot of characters. Mm-hmm. And it's just like my face is raw after shooting it. You know, I'm like covered in like, you know, a rash because I'm like, I just changed the makeup 50 times. But yeah, it's like doing the styling and all that. I feel like it's this like fun little break and and doing the makeup before is like my piece. It really is. I I'm love like, this. Makeup is for me is meditation. It is. Yeah. And it's like to to just have that moment and it really does help. Like it sounds so like cliche, but it really does help like you get into character. Like yeah. when I get to draw on Courtney's Wid- Widow's Peak, I'm like Let's count. Not Courtney's Widow's Peak. <laughs> Courtney's Widow's Peak. Like you have so to. Deep cut. You have to. I Courtney's know, but Widow's like, Peak. That's so deep cut. <laughs> it really is. But it's like, for some reason, the second I did the Widow's Peak, I was like, we found Courtney. You're like, like here we got she her. Is. I go, she's here. Yeah. Oh my God. She really is. It must be an interesting line for you between like taking it so that it feels silly and it's like not even funny anymore to like hit. What's that sweet spot? Like, how do you find that? Oh my God. I think it's like sometimes I'll just walk out, uh, walk out of like my dressing room to my. <laughs> boyfriend and just be like too far i'm like are are you getting it it's like i think one time i had deliverance richards with like two pigtails a cheerleading outfit high heels for like a treadmill moment because i wanted to like reference romy and michelle and he was like okay maybe the pigtails are lower that's my only thing and i'm like great i think that will yeah i was like i think that did and it did take it to just a little bit more chill so he really you guys are working together we are i think it's nice to just i like always have someone i can just throw things at and it's funny because it's like what he's used to like hearing thrown at him like recently i was like what if i had sean mendes as a cult leader and he was like okay and then just, you know and then he's like okay i'm gonna go and water the plants <laughs> like do boo 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 yeah like have a good one yeah um i love the videos of you guys like driving in the car and like the those are so good those are some of my favorites thank you so much what's nice is the normal beats where it's like anyway like did you see this thing on blah 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 and whatever and then you go back to like and that's where how it slaps so hard oh thank you so much those are it's funny it's like i think a lot of video ideas come from people asking me questions about like what I'm like, which is kind of what you're saying. Like, I don't share a lot of it because I'm just like, I think I like the separation to an extent. But those were so funny because someone was like, I'm so curious what it's like when Terry like drives you around. Cause we all know I'm a bad driver. Like I'm just the worst driver you've ever seen. Well, so, you, but he you should... drove you guys to the um, Aeros tour. I so. ultimately drove to the Aeros tour, which <laughs> some of the extra footage is Terry being like, you're the worst driver on earth. And I'm like, <laughs> 
uh, I'm like, oh, shouldn't be on the road. But but yeah, it's like, or the mom character came about from someone being like, does Terry's mom just love you? And I just thought it'd be so funny. I was like, what if I like sucked? Like, what if I was such a bitch to her? I'm like, that's actually really, I'm like, I'm going to make that. Like that if I was hell. That one to me because, you know, as a woman who it dates a lot of men, like you meet the mom and there's always this like, Moms with straight boys are tension. Yeah, I'm so scared. I have a son, and I'm you know oh, pray yeah. that he's going to be gay all the time. Yeah. But um, listen, we can't get everything we no, want. No, we like, really can't. And it sucks. you know, sometimes you get exactly what you need to yeah. to make you grow and evolve. Of course, and of course. But I'm like, I I got to figure out what type of mom I'm going to be to yeah. the to the girlfriends because oh, totally, I have yet to really meet one that like hits right. Yeah, there's so many that they go too far as like we are sisters. Like oh, totally. Girl, yeah. like you and me, and yeah, like, like our come on, boy, girl, our boy, and, and they're like, like planning the wedding, and it's scary. Yeah. And you're like, please don't do this to me. Like, no. also, you're much older than me. You could be my mother, <laughs> yeah, and like, stop. we don't need to be friends. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. You may have heard of the podcast Juicy Scoop. Wondered what it is. Why aren't you listening? Well, I'm its host. Created it. Been doing it for seven years. I'm Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Now, I could tell you why you should be listening to my show, but my listeners wanted to write the ad for me, and here are some of the things they said. Not your regular Juicy podcast. Catch up on all the juicy topics from Hollywood and pop culture to true crime and beyond. Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop always has great guests, great laughs, and great gossip. It's a comedian's take on the hottest headlines. Juicy Scoop is the pop culture news you want to hear. No BS, no filter, no filler. Raw, real, and in the moment. Throw in the hilarity of amazing comedians that you'll instantly be obsessed with, a juicy crime story, and a dash of normal life in L.A. moments, and you've got yourself an amazing week of Juicy Scoop. Two episodes every week, every Tuesday and Thursday. It will never let you down. Warning, this podcast contains juicy tales of a super dysfunctional family. Brothers betraying brothers, friends becoming enemies, and a mother trying her best to keep everything from falling apart. No, this isn't a reality TV rewatch. I'm Dan Jones, your host, and this is one of my all-time favourite true stories. Join me on a trip to the Middle Ages to meet history's most dangerous dynasty, the Plantagenets. This season, the plots are thicker, the ambitions greater, and the betrayals are even more devious in the epic saga of the family that shaped our world. From something else in Sony Music Entertainment, this is History, a dynasty to die for, season two. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. I was loving it because there's also the side of like the competitive, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And it's, it, I will say just on record that it's complete opposite with it. Like, I love I mean, her more than anything. I because you yeah. guys are making those videos. But she doesn't really watch them. I think she sees them, but she is kind of like, I tell people like, well, think about it like this. It's just a mom who's getting told like, you're spending the whole day with her son and her son's boyfriend so she's just like hanging out like and i never it's the really like mean playing. ones totally 
<laughs> and the really mean ones, I don't have her in the room because I'm like, I can't say that to you. Like, I didn't and say never hey, menopause. To, yeah, I like can't look at her. But it was so bad. I really like I the first time I was like, God, I like need to reel it in. We were at an Apple store. Fabulous. And I was with Terry's mom and <laughs> this guy working there comes over and he's like, hey, menopause to no. Kathy. And I was no. like, no. I was like, Did she oh know my what God. he was referencing? Yes. And she obviously, she's like so down and is like laughing. But I was like, oh my God, maybe I've like gone like, too far. You're a nice woman. <laughs> Literally, I'm I was like, I, I love you so life. much. Yeah. I'm like, and sometimes she's been recognized a few times by people. And I'm like, but she, she just Terry's thinks mom it's funny. Literally, she's, <laughs> she really is an incredible actress. Like she I, She is pretty like, damn good. <laughs> she's, I think in the next few, I'm going to bring my mom into it. I like the idea that my mom's really like horrible to Terry or something. Does your mom watch um, all your videos? Yeah. It's funny. I always get like a really late like from my mom, like a week later. (gasps) That's so like boomer. I don't know what generation. Totally. Boomer. Oh, like Mm -hmm. hard boomer. Mm -hmm. But yeah, my parents do in there. It's just like funny. They'll be like, love the video. And I forget that like, you know, yeah, that like my boyfriend's like family will watch it sometimes i'm like oh that is interesting yeah right, I you're like i did not think of that think about that <laughs> no when i was making that but that's good no. you can't think of that you would no you would never make it. no it's hell i would literally never make it and sometimes i watch like old videos and i'm like damn oh my god shit i had some like wow they learned some a gumption lot there me. oh totally yeah i mean i've d- definitely We're a podcast can you believe that families listen to these i mean my what parents listen to, to every do? single one hi mom and dad at first my family was just like what is going on I had like just come out too. Right. So like to give them like a little bit of credit on that. They were I like was new like identity. coming in pretty hot. I was like boyfriend and like I'm in wigs every day and we're like making full sketches and I'm like, yeah, it's it definitely is a lot. But they came around. Totally. Yeah. They're having fun with it. Are they pop culture heads like you? Like could they appreciate it? Yeah, I think I kind of grew up on like SNL and I was youngest child. So I feel like I got to watch everything. Right. They were like, we're fucking, we're not turning this off. No, I was like watching like real world Boston. (laughs) I'm like, I I, like, I learned. You're like, totally. Yeah, Yeah. no, exactly. And it was also like gay representation on the real world. Like it existed. It was, yeah. But, you know, I feel like they were. And then I just, anything they gave me, I just latched onto so much. And like my oldest sister, like loved like Romeo and Michelle and Cruel Intentions and like all these movies that I feel like and Clueless, which is like my favorite movie. And so yeah, I, I definitely like my family was into it, mm-hmm. but I like you know was buying like Us Weeklies and, right. and like I was just like you took it a to a fiend. new level. Totally, and that was also you know in like early two thousands that was like the era of like Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. I was like Simple Life and Lindsay Lohan. I was just like every I loved it. Like I loved everything, and I. I think at that time, it's like now, sometimes I say like when I'm these characters, it's so fun to get to finally like do what I probably wanted to do then, but like just Right, that it's like socially acceptable for you to be an adult Totally, person. dressed as Paris Hilton. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. like that it's your livelihood. That it's literally my job. Sick. But it Good is... for your, if you could tell your six-year-old self. Oh, totally. <laughs> and it, but it, it is like sometimes You didn't have where... to grow up to be a firefighter. Yeah. It is like, it is that weird thing where you're like, oh my God, I have to. Like, am I ruining this thing I love? Because there's like this, you know, whether it be like movies or TV, like, am I ruining this by being in it? That is always like the scary thing. I was going to ask you, has it changed? I mean, we talked a little bit about like switching platforms, but like with the success and with the pressure of like, it's a new Benny drama video, Mm -hmm. how does that, has that changed your process and like fucked it up for you? Or are you still good? Like sometimes I, I will say, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll be good. And then maybe I'll like accidentally see a comment. There was this instance where someone had seen a video and didn't know where I was coming from and they 
kind of like came for me in Did my they messages. Reach out for you? Yes, it was so scary. And at that same so week, scary. Fox News had like posted <gasps> no, my video again. This was so happening at the same time. At the same, the same week, this was like you know a couple months ago, and and I was just about to like I just made a video and I was like going into my next one, and and so I get this like message that just like devastated me because I was like, oh god, someone saw this. Were and, like, they didn't, like? Was no. it mean? Yeah, it was really. It really. Are they really made me so sad? Yeah. <laughs> So where, did you so see it? Sad. Were you like, oh my God, so-and-so just DM me. I'm yes. hyped. Oh my God, it was like going to make like... my life. And then I saw it and it was just, yeah, it was like, and it made me so sad because I was like, God, I, you know, you rethink like all, like every choice you made when, when making it. And you're like, God, I, I like, I know where I came to this and, and maybe they also don't know like the history of also, you know, what this, I guess, like, you know, quote unquote art form is, mm-hmm. you know, because I think what comedy sometimes like comedians have to deal with is a history of doing, you know, we watch like some of these documentaries now, whether it be like Pamela Anderson or Anna Nicole Smith, where you are seeing people do like really, really um, like kind of devastating impressions of these, of these people. And that comedy used to definitely come from like a a meaner place. And there people were coming to some of these things, whether it be the writers or I, I don't think necessarily the performers were, but from a place of malice, which is like really, hard sometimes to be like i'm not right <laughs> like i promise so that and define that yeah. yeah and then you know comedy still it's like sometimes i i'll watch it and i'll be like oh it just the thought of making something if i like really hated it like i've never done like trump because i'm just like i don't know if that I and mean, you know like obviously other people do him beautifully but i'm like the thought of making that i'm like i just there there would be so much like hate you almost my... do you almost impersonate people that you like totally it's the yeah. only yeah and i really say that i'm like everyone i do i love because i'm like to watch this many videos of you to get the impression anyway like i would need to you know like yeah i'm clearly like studying it kind of obsessed with you totally (laughs) i'm like i'm i'm a stan i promise so So. what did you respond to this message how did you deal with it (sighs) well yeah i explained you know where it was coming from and and they never saw it so i don't know and then i tried to yeah it was like it was just yeah and it kind of almost made me be like no i just have to like take a deep breath and know where i was coming to but i think with comedy sometimes you do just have to like not have an ego about it and be like someone is allowed to receive it in any way they want. How they're going to, yeah. Yeah, and also, you know, you can know where you're coming from, but there can be like a lot of lessons learned in it. You know, like I used to do Britney videos mm-hmm. and I was just coming to it with, or I was like, I love her like eccentric dancing videos. That's so iconic. Like this is someone I've loved my whole life. And then I see like the free Britney movement and I'm like, if these videos are contributing in any way to people, you know, thinking she shouldn't have like her agency in her life. Yeah. yeah then of course, like yeah. delete, like I would never come to this from that. So kind of not having like the immediate, like, well, well I would never do yeah. being like, no, I, I get how like, you know, Heck, it doesn't mean that I didn't do this with the right intention, but this totally. could be harmful to this person. Of course, whatever. If someone saw this. And so I'm like, great. It's a like, really fine, delete. delicate line. It is. Yeah. yeah. And having to not be, you know, immediately on the defensive, which I think is sometimes where like the straight male comics come to yeah. and are like, why can't I say that? It's like, well, maybe just like take a beat and yes. like think about it. That totally. would be nice. The accountability and also like the flexibility of being able to be like, I put this thing out and I didn't necessarily know how it would land or of like course. what, and, yeah. and being like, okay, uh, you take a risk, right? Whenever yeah. you make something and you publish it. But I do think it's so important for people to be able to laugh at themselves. Yeah. Something that 
as somebody who's been in the public and has been parodied and not, I think you get into a space as a public persona where you're talking about reading comments. Like Mm -hmm. those things land and they cause this like wound and then somebody like does something and it's like sprinkle on the wound, whatever, when you really want to be something else. But like also you have to laugh at yourself and it actually helps your overall kind of like base with reality, which I which is one of the things that like the Kardashians have always done yeah. so fucking well. Every time something happens and you're like, damn, how are they gonna survive this one? Yeah. They fucking make fun of themselves. Yeah. And it's really nice. Courtney let me in her bed. You know what I mean? Like that's that's deranged. <laughs> like there is something where I'm just like, like, come on in. Yeah. I'm like looking around at the house at like and I'm like, I can't yeah, there's just and she's like laughing at it and kind of like, great. Yeah, do whatever you want. I'm like, what? Like that that just is yeah. such a beautiful perspective. I mean you people yeah. can say they're out of touch but like damn and no i'm like into to i think also like champion it you can laugh and like maybe not support it but i think also you know like that that really meant a lot and and gave me like a really a a cosign from other people who you know and and maybe other celebrities or artists who came to it and were like like enjoyed it and understood that yeah like what i was making maybe wasn't hateful or kind of like internet fodder i guess you know there was there was like something more thoughtful about it, which is like what I always want people to feel like that. It's a know? weird thing to be a comedian who parodies celebrities and pop culture icons and then become famous and be like, hey, Oh my guys, God, I'll take it. Hey. <laughs> Literally be at the thing and I'm like, well, it's so hell because sometimes people will be like, you have to meet this person. Like, like, and I'm like, they can come to me. I'm like, and I, I just am always like, if they want to come to me, that's fine. But the last thing I want is to be like thrown in front of them. Right. And because I'm like, they just maybe, maybe on the internet, they said they like it, but maybe in person, they're like, I don't need to see him right now. But, right. You know, like, they're I like, I'm not sure about that. No, yeah, please. Yeah. And so that has always been like hell. But I think the best, the best time it happened though was Courtney. We had a mutual friend who introduced us and she was with Travis and immediately they like turned and were so happy and like laughing and and immediately she was just like let's rock like you know it was just like it was so that so i've had i had those which i think i don't know it just made like that gives me confidence in the work because i'm like it is being received in the way i want positive thing that you're putting out into the world totally yeah and that's the yeah it's like god if and I think that also goes into like doing things that you really actually want to do. Cause I think with TikTok, I don't know, there's something like the way that they're viewing it. They just like know when, when something's like not it. And I love, it's the worst comment ever, but it's like, this isn't it, babe. It's such a like, that'll like gut you. But when I see that on, on, on videos and stuff, I am just like, they can read, they read the room really well and are like, you, you didn't come to this with love. Mm -hmm. You didn't want to do this. This is, you know, and I think that that is, something to be like thoughtful of it's like yeah it must be difficult as a perfectionist to put out things so much and like see things hit and miss and being like god damn it yeah are you too oh yeah yeah it's like it makes me sick yeah like it really i'm just like oh god and then sometimes then i'll think i always think of like a joke like a week later too and i'm like god you're like it would have been been so so different yeah everything would have been different and you sometimes get the comment too where they're like oh did you mean to do that i'm like no (laughs) you know or that i'm just like fuck or then, and then you have to deal with tech issues, oh which, God. you know, I'm not a part of the geek squad. Okay, we're coming to the end. So I wanted to ask, what's next? So I'm actually here for Tribeca. And Ooh. I mean, yeah, it okay. is, it's so fun. It's like my first like film festival, my first like film that um, I got to be in. So it's, I'm really excited. It's Chelsea Peretti's new movie, First Time Female Director. Um, and it just premiered two days ago. It was Congrats. like, so thank you so much. How, I'm like, so. How was it? It was so amazing. I. I hadn't seen it yet. So the whole movie, I was just like, you know, like white knuckling it. Just like, fuck, I, like, I hope it's, you know, I hope my performance, like, I hope I, I did what I needed to do. But um, it really was like one of the best nights and, and being back in New York. Did I, you like, like your performance? 
I, yeah, I felt good about it. I don't love watching myself in general, but I was like, yeah, I think I like, I did what I, you know, as long as Chelsea's actually, happy. Normally you I'm edit good. yourself, right? And you like totally. direct yourself. So you just handed the keys over. You're so right. And it's scary. I hate That's why I don't like, like it. I mean, it's thank, hard. Thank God. I'm like, I'm working on a TV show right now and I am like, oh, I'm so excited to be in the editing room. Like I'll know all the takes. Is but, that the one that Charlie XS yeah. is producing? Yeah, nice. yeah. So I'm I'm working on that as well. And that's in development and, you know, obviously it takes a long time. You know, it's like you you come out and you tell people it's coming and then they're like next year and i'm like you're like i don't know <laughs> literally a thousand years and then with the writer strike it's like <laughs> exactly i'm like well never. literally like pay writers and then we'll talk yeah. that'd be great so but yeah so the movie which was that was amazing and like chelsea and the cast is so fun it's like make stalter and caperland and making malali and yeah it's like it was so so that's that's so fun and I'm, i can't wait for people to see it comes out next year and then yeah this show that i've been working on with A24 and Strong Baby from Miss Jonah Hill. And it's um, it's kind of about me being closeted in college. And and I, I really wanted to make something about the relationship between, I guess like queer people and the feminine, but like in this instance, it's like me and, and my female best friend that I met when I got to college. And it, all of a sudden I was like in front of this person who I couldn't put on this straight, not facade, but I couldn't, you know, I had to be like myself for this person. And, and I felt like it was the first person I came out to, I think the relationship between gay men and women is actually, you know, I think we've seen it be really slapstick in the past, which I think totally like these relationships are so fun, but there's something like actually really emotional about it. And, and I don't know, I felt like me and my friend, like we're able to, it's like, obviously it's inspired by my relationship with one of my best friends and, and kind of the fact that we almost like had our sexual awakenings together and we're able to like cheer each other on and help each other. And she's the first person I came out to. And, yeah. and so kind of making like a dark comedy about that experience. And, I love that. It being and like about a, human connection and how you yeah. can hide because you guys liked each other so much. Totally. That's yeah. so nice. And that's cool about femininity. I like that a lot. You know, it's, it's, it, it is like this interesting thing. It's like, I think you ask, you know, queer people who they look up to and all the time it would be like, you know, whether drag queens or, or their mom or, you know, this like, or Lady Gaga, it's like, there's something that so, I don't know, like comforting and, and seeing an empowered woman. It's like, you know, my mom was a PE teacher for like 30 years. And, and one time I got to like, see her like teach PE and it was so, she was hardcore. And my mom is so like chill and sweet, but I was just like, it's fucking sick. So I don't know. It's just like, like, I yes, felt protected bitch. by all these women yeah. my whole life. And, and inspired. Totally. And that they, they like, have also just like championed me so it, there was something that i wanted to make about that that and it's called overcompensating because i think that feeling that something is inherently wrong with you is something that like everyone carries mm. to a degree and somebody told you one thing when you were a kid or you know maybe they told you it today and and now you believe that about yourself and now you have to do this whole show in order to make up for it yeah and so kind of college being like the perfect setting for that mm -hmm. i think has been really fun to write like it's like my i like could write it forever because it it's just college is so disgusting yeah. so like i think there's so much there to play it's with disgusting. it's just disgusting it's like yeah. writing like a dorm room pregame i'm like this is a little triggering but i love it and it's the fact really that fun that is reality is yeah super scary oh my god with oh, i like, can't wait and also it's like it's been fun to work with charlie on she's a producer as well and and kind of she it's like such a pop legend and was also during that time it's like we had i love it fancy boom clap so it's like we might get to touch on some of those things and and maybe kind of like rework them for the show and get into this era which that era was like so it's just really weird it's like it's pre-trump and it's but it's yeah. still like really the culture was instagram and just 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's been like be pretty, re- truly. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much this for having so me. Much fun. It was so and much fun. I'm such a fan. This was amazing. I'll be fully dressed as you. Hey, girl. That was so much fun. I absolutely love having Benny on the show. I feel like I've known him for longer than just today when I met him. And I hope you enjoyed our conversation. I feel like there's a lot of things I'd like to hear from you all about. Um, obviously, the idea of being able to laugh at yourself and like making comedy out of malice versus like love and humor. I think that was a really interesting thing he was talking about. Um, I'm also really excited about his show. I feel like the connection between gay men and women is something that I'd love to see more of, and I'm I'm excited to to see how he plays with that. So go to hilo.fm to submit your voice notes and your thoughts, comments, questions, anything. We use those for our subscription episode that comes out every Thursday called Talk Back. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you all on Thursday. Hilo with Emrata is a Sony Music Entertainment and Bitch Era Media production. Our executive producers are me, Emily Radikowski, Matt Raz, and Sarita Wesley. Our showrunner is Matt Raz. Our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Today's episode was engineered by Samantha Gatsik with original music by The Crystal Pharaoh.